welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. McCavity is a mystery cat. He's very tall and thin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to this in real time, the trailer for Cats dropped today, y'all. Get on it. Oh, Will how and awesome I can't would it be? stop thinking about cats. How awesome would it be if we could announce to people like, the trailer for Cats is out, and surprise, Exclusively. Kristen's been working on it all this time. Kristen is part of the production of Cats. I play McCavity, oh. the mystery cat. Oh, can we so it's start? Perfect. You know, like people will start those petitions <laughs> to like gain exposure, or whatever. Can we start a petition so that you can get in on a review screening of Cats early? Wait, wait, wait. The pe- wait is the petition just for us to receive a screener of Cats? Is that what I you're didn't saying? say us. You. I just receive the movie. No, early. you go to a screening. It's you and the cats, no other humans. You said screener, which is like those things they send to your house. So uh, I thought you were saying, let's get a petition going for somebody to send me the DVD. Uh, like, well, anybody I, cares about that? I may that? have flubbed the yeah. words. I have. Yeah, uh, I got you now. Uh, now that I do some light work in uh-huh. the kind of entertainment industry, uh-huh. it is my my next goal yeah. is to get to the whatever statue you need to be for people to send you screeners. Ugh. That's my next goal. Whatever it means for people to send you screeners of movies, that's what I have to be. I would love that. I would love that. And I think it can be like... Like, you know, I think there are higher tiers, but I think it can be a somewhat low tier, like depending on what the deal is. Exactly. I I don't think it's outrageous. Yeah. If we hosted a podcast that was popular, that was about movies and TV, we might get screeners for things early. Yeah. So that we could like release our podcast about it on like the day it comes out or whatever. Right. Because I know some people have Bravo podcasts that I love get screeners of like Southern Charm. So that the day that Southern Charm comes out, their review can be ready. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's, it's important work. Is that a reality show? Yes. On Bravo. Understood. Not mm-hmm. the kind of screeners I'm interested in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in all of the above. To be fair, Cats, Southern Charm, other things, I want all of them. For anyone who works at Bravo, mm-hmm. Lifetime, TLC, oh, yeah. those are not the screeners I'm interested <laughs> in. You can direct those to at Chill and Kristen. Yes. Oh, by all she means. Take them. By all, MTV, too. MTV's got a lot of good reality shows going right now. Anyway, 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 anyway. Anyway. It's a story for another day. Is it? (laughs) That's a bald-faced lie. We'll never talk about that again. Maybe I will. Maybe you will. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this week on Guide to the Unknown, we're going to talk about a a massive topic in the headlines recently. Yes. You may have seen it. You may have already made your plans for it. Uh, hashtag Storm Area 51. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk all about Area 51 this week on the show. Finally, brother and sister united yeah. on a topic. Yes. Uh, uh, we're going to parse out some of the origins of Area 51. I'm going to get into that in a second. Chris mm-hmm. is going to tell us all about this endeavor to yeah. break into one of the country's most elusive, right. secretive military bases. Mm-hmm. And for what purpose? <laughs> I'm not sure. No, all will be revealed. I can't wait. Do you know anything about Storm Area 51? I will say like, I have deliberately avoided. Okay. Uh, the only things that I've seen are memes. Mm-hmm. You shared a few on at GTTU pod. I shared. Well, I shared one in our private Facebook group. Oh, so I thought it was Facebook.com slash group slash GTTU pod. I deliberately don't share memes on our oh, social media. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, if you go to our, our group, I shared one I really enjoyed because it was a teeny alien. <laughs> Like in a hallway, like backlit, and it said, "Like when you bring an alien home from Area 51," and it said, "I threw up." Like a little kid wakes you up in the middle of the night. I threw up. I threw up. I thought it was really funny. I threw up. The alien you brought back. Yeah. Had a rough night. 
<laughs> and then wakes you up to let you. I, I threw I up. up. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I threw up was like the like that was like the code word for like yeah. it's all over now. Oh, if yeah. I was trying to fake sick to get out of school, oh, there were no yeah. more magical words you could possibly say than like, well, but I threw up. That shuts it down. <laughs> it's over. There's like, no proof. There's no proof. Mm-mm. And like you can't really like send a kid to school when they said they're throwing yeah, up because uh, like that's going to be visible. Like it's, it's going to be a mess. It's not a good idea. Right. That's like, and I've told you, I've talked about it for years. I don't remember where I read it. This wasn't just produced. Well, <laughs> this wasn't just produced. by me. <laughs> I read or heard at one point that similar to the throw up thing. If you have diarrhea, it shuts it right down. If you want to get out of work mm-hmm. and like you feel iffy about it or whatever, but you like, this is a desperate time, desperate measure situation. If you say like, I can't come in, I have diarrhea. What are they going to say? Mm-hmm. They don't want you there. No, I know. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's, it's, it's totally done deal. It works. It works at all levels right. of, of life, all responsibility levels. Yes. I've heard that even if the president wants to go golfing, it just goes, <laughs> I have diarrhea. <laughs> I can't do it. Cancel all my meetings for the day. <laughs> What are you going to do? No, sir. Are you sure you're not up to it? Yeah. I threw up. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go play golf. It's over, Johnny. The cost is shame, but it is a guarantee Mm. that you are now out of whatever that thing is you didn't want to do. Dunzo. See on the links. Exactly. Um, Well, anyway, so I'm going to I'm going to kick this off by Mm -hmm. talking about what Area 51 is, some of the myths surrounding Mm -hmm. it uh, and kind of sort of the origin of where it started. Cool. Uh, But even that's somewhat negotiable, Mm -hmm. strange, shrouded in uh, myth. Yeah. Um, Now, I will say and maybe maybe I'll turn this outward to you a little bit. What what do you know about Area 51 or prior to doing research on it? What did you think you knew about Area 51? Like almost nothing. Yeah. I knew that it was an alien thing and that it was a big deal. I had Area 51 and Roswell mixed up in my head. Uh-huh. Um, so when I was doing like light research for this, when we were ironing out who's going to do what, I kept looking for something that I thought was an Area 51 thing that turns out it was a Roswell thing. Yeah. So yep. the, the crashed, you know, craft or whatever and everything. I thought that was Area 51, but it's not. Thousand percent the same. Yeah. I, I think I think before looking into this, I straight up thought they were synonymous. Mm-hmm. I thought the Roswell mm-hmm. crash was what then became Area 51 or so, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what I thought either. I actually totally forgot about Roswell, at least in during the day yesterday. Like I totally thought that incident was Area 51. And then I read the word Roswell. I was like, oh, right. That's. Oh, it's got to be its own separate thing, I guess. Yeah. So I, I knew like nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And still don't really. So. There is crossover, mm-hmm. I will say. My earliest thing in my sort of timeline, I have a loose timeline of events. Yeah. Uh, the earliest thing I have in my timeline is July 8, 1947. Huh. An unidentified flying object crashes near Roswell, New Mexico. Though it was officially reported to be a weather balloon, many say that it, that it's was a, balloon a cover. Boy in it? Balloon oh, balloon. talk about I threw up. I know he, he threw oh, up. Oh God, that poor kid. <laughs> and then, then the the mother had an incident on the air as well. She did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a theme. Oh, God. Anyway. And of course, this is the theme. (laughs) Of course, this is always the theme. This is the underlying theme to all our work. Yeah. Um, Many say that the balloon, weather balloon story was a cover up and that the craft was then stored on an Air Force base in Nevada. Uh huh. According to the CIA, secretive flight testing has been happening in that area since the military began testing U 2 CIA spy planes in 1955. Uh, around the time that UFO sightings started coming out. So they're testing a bunch of stealth bombers and stuff like that, and 
surprisingly, coincidentally, people in the area start seeing mysterious crafts in the sky. Uh huh. Yeah. Crossed over. Now, uh, a lot of this information that we have about testing YouTube bombers and whatever else on this Air Force base didn't become confirmed public knowledge until 2013. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, when, uh, uh, thanks to the Freedom of Information Act, um, and it, almost the entire thing reveals that this air base, Area 51, uh, has always been about testing aircraft. Right. But is that maybe just what they want us to right, think? Exactly. Is that just a cover? Come on. Come on. Uh, I've got a section called Evidence of Weirdness. Great. In 1974, a memo was written to then CIA director William Colby. Mm. Wonderful cheese. Absolutely. One of my favorites. By an A un- marbled cheese. Oh, I love a marbled cheese. Yeah. Uh, uh, this memo was written by an unknown CIA official. The memo reported that astronauts aboard Skylab 4 had inadvertently photographed a certain location. Here's a quote. They, there were specific instructions not to do this. Redacted was the only location which had such an instruction. Of all the military bases that we might have in the country, only one was listed as a place that cannot be photographed even by astronauts up above. The only one. The only one. Huh. Uh, this information, uh, the photograph, yeah. was later released, and evidently CIA Director William Colby even questioned how necessary it was to censor the photographs, uh-huh. um, saying, what really does it reveal? If exposed, don't we just say classified Air Force work is done there? Yeah. Like, you can explain- What was in the picture? It's just a picture of a base. Like, all you can see is, oh. like, the tops of buildings, and, yeah. you know, it's not like there was, like- a little alien. <laughs> right, right, yeah. In the photograph. Yeah. It's just like buildings and stuff. And uh-huh. they also point out that like like the then, you know, the USSR mm-hmm. almost certainly had satellite photo- photography of the area anyway. Yeah. So it's not like it's a secret Weird. that there was a thing there. The secret is what's going on in the buildings. Right. So William Colby was basically like, well, the cat's already kind of out of the bag. Unnamed CIA director. Who yeah. Wants to admonish these astronauts who accidentally took a picture of Area 51. Right. Uh, I mean, what are we going to do? And honestly, time has proven, like, yeah, just release them. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's, it's what's happening in the buildings. Yeah. It's what's inside that matters. Of course. Uh, now, I think it's also worth pointing out that this might mean, um, uh, uh, you know, maybe even the CIA director mm-hmm. is unaware of what was really happening there. And right. And what was at risk right. by showing That's an argument the for a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but I would also make a real-life plausible argument that the unnamed CIA person, whatever, mm-hmm. who was like, damn astronauts? Yeah. Maybe they were just kind of a nut, and maybe Could they be. were, like, way too obsessed with secrecy and privacy. Mm-hmm. Like, of all, there are a bunch of military bases. This is the one run by somebody who's like, don't take any photographs, advertently or inadvertently. I mean, totally possible. Right? There's just one guy sure. who's like really uptight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be. Yeah. Uh, here's Wikipedia's list of reasons uh, why there are conspiracy theories mm-hmm. surrounding Area 51. Um, the storage, examination, and reverse engineering of crashed alien spacecraft, <clears throat> including material supposedly recovered at Roswell, the study okay. of the, their occupants, and the mat- manufacture of aircraft based on alien technology is said to have occurred there. Okay. Uh, so we're essentially reverse engineering alien tech. Right, right. It's a big crossover. Mm-hmm. They say that at Area 51, there could be meetings or joint undertakings with ex- extraterrestrials. More on that. 
okay. working with extraterrestrials. Yeah. Uh, the development of exotic energy weapons for the Strategic Defense Initiative or other weapons programs. Okay. The development of weather control. The development of time travel and teleportation technology. The development of exotic propulsion systems related to the Aurora program. Ooh, what's that? The Aurora program is about building a, a triangular black spacecraft oh. that's stealthy that that doesn't show up on radars i looked it up cool it never existed oh my god <laughs> where do these ideas come from do you know i don't i don't yeah. i think honestly some of it's word of mouth yeah some of it is people who claim to have worked there right and then leaked the information later mm -hmm. uh, and then i presume it becomes a game of telephone yeah, a little totally. bit as well um uh, they say that there could be activities related to a shadowy one-world government, you know, that kind of Tip, stuff. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, there's a Cheshire airstrip named after the Cheshire cat mm -hmm. who famously Smiley? is able to disappear. Yeah. This is an airstrip uh -oh. that can't be revealed unless you splash water all over it, and then it comes into view. What? Isn't that kind of interesting? Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Now, you... Mentioned this man to me. Uh-huh. And I didn't know who the hell he was when he... Well, I didn't either. I mean, I named found it. Yeah. Uh, are you going to talk much about Bob Lazar? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll tell you a little bit about Bob Lazar. Yeah. So Bob Lazar is a very vocal dude who says that he worked at Area 51. Yeah. And he's somewhat responsible for a lot of the things that people believe happens right. in there. Um. So he said that not only did he work at Area 51, which is a super secret, you know, government facility. Yeah. He worked in Sector 4. Oh, the most secret of all. <laughs> the, the secret sector inside the secret facility. Mm -hmm. Even more secret. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was a 1996 documentary called Dreamland, which featured an interview with a 71-year-old mechanic who claimed to have worked at Area 51 in the 50s, so this mm -hmm. would have been somewhat near the beginning, and he revealed the following. He worked on, quote, a flying disc simulator, which had been based on a disc originating from a crashed extraterrestrial craft and was used to train pilots. He also claimed to have worked with an extraterrestrial being named J-Rod, J-Rod. J-Rod. Is it J-Rod? Yes. Wow. J-Rod. Huh. And describe Sounds using... kind of like A-Rod. My God. What do you have to say for yourself? A-Rod. Alien Rod. Oh, my, oh my God. Oh, my God. This goes all the way to the bottom. Oh, my God. To the bottom? Yeah. I feel like A-Rod's at the top. Yeah, he's he's the engaged top. to J-Lo. He's doing great. Is he really? Yes. Wasn't he attached to Madonna Madge yes, at one point? Yes, he was. Oh, my God. Yes, he was. Briefly. Wow. Wow. Briefly. He's rounding the bases. No, he's sliding into home, I feel like. Oh, my God. He and J-Lo seem like a couple that should have always been. It makes so much sense. They look perfect. Too. They're both, both like beautiful human specimens. They're both from New York. They're both of Latin descent. They're both like powerhouses in their feet. You know what? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> this is, this is really, we accidentally struck a nerve. It's very weird. You seem to be angry that they didn't get together sooner. And it's hard to have an answer for that. They've been through so much separately. It <laughs> could have been prevented if they were together. I guess so. From uh, Benifer and... Let's say Jenny from the block would have been so different. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he could have been rubbing lotion on her on that boat instead of Ben Affleck. <laughs> 
Right. Could have been so different. Can you imagine how different your life would be if he had been in the Jenny on the Block video? No! <laughs> Anything might have happened. So this 71-year-old man who worked at Area 51 and described working with an extraterrestrial being named J-Rod. Okay. Also described using a telepathic translator. Okay. Which sort of like affirms... In, like injured colds? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Some of the stuff that we've talked about with aliens before that, like, they might speak telepathically right. and stuff. Now, in 2004, uh, Dan Burrish, which is a pseudonym for Dan Crane. Sorry, Dan Crane. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why his name and his pseudonym are both available. That's weird. <laughs> that I guess seems, the cat's out of the bag for Dan like Crane. What you don't want. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Anyway, uh, Dan Crane claimed to have worked on cloning alien viruses at Alien Area Fifty One alongside J Rod. Yeah. So J Rod huh. has been like working like a work a day alien yeah. at Area Fifty One for a while. Yeah, I'm on a number of projects. <laughs> Man, I've got a lot of irons in the fire. Mm, a lot of balls in the air. Mm, I'm really burning the midnight oil. <laughs> or as we would say on my planet, the burning midnight. the Galactus <laughs> Armatron. It, it's, that's a real laugher on my planet. I was just going to make a noise. Like as we say on our planet, burning the midnight. <laughs> like that's what they call it. Or as we might say on my planet, <laughs> Oh, J-Rod. Oh, what a cut up. I'm going to take off my telepathic communicator now. <laughs> yeah, I need a rest. Please stop talking to me. Um, presidential involvement in Area 51 mm-hmm. or lack thereof. I only have a couple of entries here, but I thought they were kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, when Bill Clinton was president, uh, he made Area 51 exempt from ed- environmental disclosure laws. That, oh, I read that. That's so weird. Yeah. But the site was not referred to as Area 51 in this. It was referred to as the Air Force's operating location near Groom Lake, mm-hmm. Nevada. Yeah. Groom Lake is a, Groom a dry like a big lake. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a salt flat mm-hmm. uh, that Area 51 is situated right next to. Evidently, it's good for testing. Yeah. Whatever. Barack Obama was at an event. He seemed to be giving medals to artists or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, he said, when you first become president, one of the questions that people ask there you, you is. What smack? What? Yep. What's really going on in Area 51? When I wanted to know, I'd call Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good joke. Shirley MacLaine is in the room. Yeah. She. Yeah. Was it like the correspondence dinner or something yeah, like so that? It wasn't yeah. a correspondence dinner, but like but there like, were just like art. And then like, I think celebs. like. Yeah. It was like, it was like, like Mort Berlstein or <laughs> <laughs> some, some famous guy. Some famous old man was sitting in a chair next to her. I will say when I watched it, I was like, oh, it's that guy. And I couldn't think of his name just now. Yeah. 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 So anyway. He, like, looks over at Shirley MacLaine like, he, he's worked you into his bed. Yeah, he gets you. Um, Shirley MacLaine is famously into, like, UFOs and crystals and a lot of, like, yeah. outside-the-box thinking. Uh, she also, uh, I looked up, she wrote a book called Saging While Aging. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. In which she She's describes awesome. having alien encounters and having seen a UFO in Washington, D.C. when she was 18. Yeah. That's great. Saging while aging. Saging while aging. How great is that? Yeah. She's, she's like very interesting and like fun to listen to. Um, anyway, so Obama said that joke and then he goes, 
I think I just became the first president to ever publicly mention Area 51. Mm -hmm. How's that, Shirley? Yeah. Just like, what an affable guy. I know. I know. I, it, it's it's it. cuckoo. Yeah. And I threw up again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had more diarrhea while he was the talking. Most, the most. <laughs> the most diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I thought Shirley McLean was so old, so disgusting <laughs> that I had diarrhea on the that spot. I threw up <laughs> and had diarrhea simultaneously. <laughs> Uh, and then the last thing that I have for you are just like a, a few uh, yeah. smattering splatterings. God. That's my that's like my bits and bits and bobs. Yes, smatterings and splatterings. But smatterings and splatterings right after a diarrhea joke is rough stuff. It's not not the best. No, admittedly. I know it wasn't premeditated. Admittedly. <laughs> So Area Fifty One is uh, a, a central plot point in the movie Independence Day. What? What? Sure. What? Plop point. Plop point. <laughs> uh, so in Independence God. Day, they find out that Area 51 does have an alien spacecraft. Mm -hmm. And that's where uh, Jeff Goldblum gets the brilliant idea to give the alien mothership a cold. Yeah. A virus. Yeah. A computer virus. It's featured in the X-Files, but strangely only in one episode. Okay. That is surprising. And it turns out that Mulder switches bodies with someone there. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Moving on. Was that early in the X-Files? Ten cares? years later? That was later? like six years in. Huh. Weird. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, one of my favorite mm -hmm. uses of Area 51 ever. Uh, in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, the entire movie is about getting the Ark of the Covenant. At the end of the movie, it's taken away from Indiana Jones by the government and uh, said that, uh, you know, top men are going to take care of it mm -hmm. from here on out. Who? Top men. The very iconic closing shot of Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark is of an, an old man pushing a crate, presumably containing the Ark of the Covenant, stamped yeah. top secret, do not open, with like an item number, mm -hmm. down a long hallway uh, in a, a huge warehouse of other crates. The implication being the whole adventure that we just partook in is but one right. of thousands of things that have now been stored in this warehouse. It seems like a huge event that would be singular, but it's actually a drop in the bucket. Drop in the bucket. Right. Totally Loved sweet. that. Now, Raiders of the Lost Ark never said that was Area 51. Mm -hmm. Here's what happened. The fourth Indiana Jones movie, and a bunch of people just thought the joke there was a fourth Indiana Jones. There was no fourth Indiana Jones movie. That's everyone's favorite joke to talk about yeah, the fourth yeah. movie. Um, I don't think they ever made one. <laughs> Check yourself I must before have you wreck yourself. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, they opened that movie at that warehouse mm -hmm. where Indiana Jones is being uh, pushed around by the Russians. Yeah. Russians, I hate these guys. <laughs> Does he say that? I, he says that about Nazis. He should have said that. I think he just goes, Russians. Huh. And looks tired and dusty. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they push him into the warehouse and they're going to try to get the other this other alien thing. And they pan over Hangar 51. Uh-huh. Now that's an Area 51 reference. Yeah. I always kind of didn't like that they took that thing from Raiders of the Lost Ark and made it Area 51. Mm -hmm. I actually tried to undo it in something you might hear soon. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, but I did not know that in... Uh, Indiana Jones 4, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, while they call that place Hangar 51, it's not just an Area 51 reference. Have you heard of Hangar 18? No. Hangar 18 is on an Air Force base or military base in Ohio that is also said 
to ha- uh, to be housing some of the remains of the Roswell crash. Oh, okay. So there's a oh, second cool. Area 51 yeah. called Hangar 18. Oh, I had no idea. And it's such a deep cut yeah. that they just they made Hangar 51 yeah. a reference to both right, places a in Indiana Jones 4. Yeah. Which is very kind of fun and playful and interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Uh and the, the, so the last thing I have is about this uh, uh, Hangar 18 yeah. that I think is kind of interesting. So um, in a 1988 interview, Senator Barry Goldwater claimed he had asked General Curtis LeMay Ooh. for access to a secret UFO room at that military mm-hmm. base in Ohio. And an angry LeMay said, not only can't you get into it, but don't you ever mention it to me again. What a cliff! Talk about a cliffhanger. A space e Lemay. Wow, way to make somebody even more interested in it. I'm sure. I know. Don't you ever? Yeah. Talk to me like, about it again. That would just magnify my interest in it. Yeah. That's awesome. Isn't that interesting. That's super interesting. Very strange. So, so that's some of the that's some of the origin and yeah. uh, uh, public mentions of and a little bit of pop culture. Yeah. About Area 51. So that's the setup for why people are even interested in Area 51 and why it's kind of an infamous thing. But I'm going to bring us into today and this Storm Area 51 movement that cropped up in the last like week or so, depending on when you're listening to this. So what Storm Area 51 is and started as is a Facebook event page that was made, they say, kind of like as a jokey thing and then sort of like caught on like wildfire and it seems like most people still understand that it's like it's kind of a joke but Mm -hmm. it seems like maybe some people are taking it in an earnest way so here is where like here's who started and everything so if you go to the event page um i marked myself as interested i won't be going but i want to keep up with the you know comings and goings i know some of you little guides who listen to the show who have friended me on facebook i saw that some of you guys are interested or going so we're all on the same page here um But the page says it's officially hosted by these Facebook pages. One is um, SH Word Posting, because I'm in shambles. That's the name of a Facebook page. Another one is Smiley Coon. And then the third one is The Hidden Sound. So the um, S Posting, because I have to say this word a lot, S Posting page um, has 69,000 likes and it's essentially like a meme lord page. I went yeah, to check yeah, it out yeah. and it's just kind of crazy things. I just didn't know what like SH posting was. <laughs> Did you know that? I've heard that term. You can kind of like put it together, but I didn't know exactly what it's the like deal was. crap you don't care about? Like, no, it's like, it's like trolling with a purpose kind of like it's, it's trolling plus. So here is the definition of SH posting that I found online. It's posting large amounts of content of aggressively, ironically, and trollishly poor quality to an online forum or social network, in some cases intended to derail discussions or otherwise make the site unusable to its regular visitors. Oh. So it's like it's like trolling with like a more specific agenda, kind of. So it will annoy everyone. Basically. So that's who started cool. um, Storm Area 51. The other person who's in this is um, a gamer who has... 2,000-ish likes on Facebook, and they stream on Twitch a lot, it looks like. And then the third person who's attached to this is an event planner, and it seems like they put together music festivals, and they have the least amount of followers, which is, like, about 1,500. Okay. So definitely, like, Meme Lord is at the top of this pyramid, and then these other guys seem to be helping. Um, And what it says on the Facebook page is the event info is, quote, 
We will all meet up at Area 51 Alien Center Tourist Attraction and coordinate our entry. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Now, from an NPR article for a little bit of context for our listeners at home. Quote, the sprinting style is a reference to Naruto Uzumaki, a Japanese anime character who runs with his chest pointing forward and his arms jutting straight back behind him. Yeah, so I we're going to Naruto run very fast to break through the barriers with all of us going full force and get to see, right. quote, them aliens. That's pretty goddamn funny, to be, to be honest. We're going to Naruto run so that we can run faster than their bullets. Honestly, a lot of this I found very funny. It's pretty, that's pretty funny. I heard, I heard uh, people talking about that aspect of it, mm-hmm. the Naruto running. And uh, Garrett from Mega64 was like, yeah, it's the... the <laughs> It's like it's like a wise position to take, like leading with the face. Yeah, face. <laughs> you bent over, leaning forward. I, so I can picture face it. Yeah. Is coming first before anything else. Block your the rest of your body with your face. Keep that safe. Crazy. Oh God. And then the info links to their official Storm Area 51 website. So I went to that website, and it's basically like a placeholder. There's not a whole lot there except for a merch store, and it says, let's get them aliens. Okay. And now I want to describe some of the merch that they have available for you. Okay. Great. I'm opening the page right now. Okay. Do we, do we have like an affiliate link? <laughs> We've never had sponsors on this show. Maybe you, it's how, time. How awesome would it be if we had a promo code for this stupid thing? <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, I assume this is slang that I'm not aware of. Uh, I obviously didn't even know what, like, SH posting was. I I want to know what you think this is. Okay, great. So this is a, a unisex tank that says, I clap alien cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it also comes in a basic T. I clap alien cheeks with a picture of an alien on it. I clap alien cheeks. What do you think that means? Honestly, I would assume that it's some element of twerking. That's what I booty thought. Booty bouncing. Like clapping your cheeks is like. But how twerking, do you clap exactly, someone else's cheeks? That's what I wanted your thoughts on. I don't. Have I don't an know. I oh, don't. you don't know either. No. You know what? I should have looked that up. Hold on. I'll look it up real quick. Oh. I'm gonna put I clap cheeks and let's see what happens. Yeah, I know you're right. I'll clap your cheeks. Meaning is an autofill. Let's see what happens. Clap your cheeks. Urban Dictionary. Don't read out loud. I oh, okay. To beat someone's ass. Oh. Okay, that's not bad. It's like to beat someone up? Yep. I'm going to clap your cheeks. How can you stay mad? I know. How can you possibly stay mad? So I'm going to clap your cheeks. And the, the example they give in context on Urban Dictionary is, boy, I'm going to clap your cheeks if you don't get over here. Come on. Man, yeah, I got my cheeks clapped. Hold up, I'm about to clap your cheeks. Come on. Okay. Um. Okay, so that's, so I clap alien cheeks. Hashtag Storm Area 51. I survived Area 51. I saw them aliens. I clap alien cheeks. <laughs> such a funny shirt to wear. It's funny as a phrase anyway, but it's funny to like wear a shirt and then just like go run some errands and it says I clap I alien clap cheeks. I clap alien cheeks. God. Um, there's a coffee mug with an alien and kind of like a caution sign. I effing love aliens with the actual word. Okay. I was born on the wrong planet and more designs coming soon. Okay. So this is what is currently on the Storm Area. Area 51 website, and then just um, a thing that just says, let's see them aliens. So, this is... Let's see them aliens is, is also so sort of, like, relaxed. Like Let's see them aliens. Storming Area 51 no. would be just kind of, like, walking up and, have like, seeing a bunch of guards and be like, let's see them aliens. Yep. 
Come on, bring him out. This is there, and there's also. Like, I want to see one, please. This is all written like weird, youthful internet speak. All of this stuff, and there's also a quote. Well, I'll just find it. Um, so NPR, I, I did a lot of, I got a lot of this from the NPR uh, article or whatever. They <laughs> so stupid. They wanted to clarify. They were like, "Look, it looks like most people know that this is yeah. a joke." Um, 99% of people know it's a joke. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the NPR article kind of like included a quote from the event page that somebody left as a comment just to kind of illustrate like most people seem to think of this as a joke, like whatever. And the quote that they put in, it says, we are forgetting something very crucial, wrote Nick Prafka. We need vape lords to create a smoke screen to block out satellite and camera images. (laughs) So that's what's Oh, right. That's what's going on here. That's that's. <laughs> it's funny, right? It's so stupid. I'm I'm like I'm having a real issue because like on the one hand I know. I'm like kind of grumpy at myself for finding it funny. I know, but it's pretty goddamn funny. I know. I'm trying to think. There are other. Oh, things. I forgot something else. We need vape lords to create a smoke screen. <laughs> that's great. It's They're really going to be clouded funny. in smoke from all the vapor. It's turning. It's turning the blandness of our generation. Uh huh. I don't think this is our generation. To be fair, Will. We're just on the outside yes. of it, though. To be fair. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like the guy who created, I'll go into a second. Is twenty. He's twenty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then, yeah, they're a different generation. But it's it's taking the sort of like mundanity and turning it into like our strengths. All the vapors. Like use your and we're gonna use new, your ability. We're gonna new Ruto run. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing. I know there are other things that we enjoy that are like this. That's like, I know this is stupid, but I know this experience is not what you would think that we would like, but we like this thing. I can't think of what that would be exactly. There was, I think recently we talked about two surfer bros who showed up in court. (laughs) You told me about it. Yes. They were like, like, officer, or like, your honor, I have to tell you, my friend and I were star-crossed. He, (laughs) a bodyboarder, and I, a surfer. Should not get along. There's something like that is so broad and stupid. Well, that seems like something I would great. like. I'm more thinking along the lines, and this is old now, about what a kick we got out of Chad Johnson, the Chad, oh. from one of the seasons of The Bachelor. Like, by all accounts on paper, like, people talking about clapping cheeks and making vape clouds, like, that doesn't seem like our kind of people no, necessarily. No, I agree. Yeah, that doesn't seem like and our yet, sense of humor. It's, really it's working. It's working. Yeah. They've, they've like, done it. Remember that guy, Chad, talking about how he loved milk? Yes. <laughs> Boy, I love, love it. We loved it. Yeah. So I think it falls in that category. I clap alien cheeks. <laughs> I clap alien cheeks. <laughs> um, so, so on this event page, again, for what's on the event page, it's all supposed to go down on September 20th. And currently today, it's marked as 1.5 million people going, which doesn't mean they're definitely going. But just so you know, this is the popularity of this thing. And then 1.2 million people interested. So there are a lot of people aware of this whole thing. And it is kind of like a weird phenomenon. So, like, who are these dudes and how did this start? The guy who created the page, I assume the um, SH posting guy, um, spoke to NPR he gave a fake name. He gave a pseudonym. He said his name is Val because he said he doesn't want to be harassed. Um, it doesn't specifically say, like, this is the guy behind the 
S posting page, but I assume because it's made by that page right. and they're saying this is the guy who created it. So whatever. Um, he's 20 years old and he's from California. And so a quote from him was, quote, I just thought it would be a funny idea for the meme page. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I just thought it would be a funny idea for the meme page, Val said via Facebook Messenger. And it just took off like wildfire. It's entirely satirical, though, and most people seem to understand that. He told NPR that he'll, quote, more than likely be there, but not for the intended purpose. He's been talking, quote, with some pretty great people about planning a different kind of shindig, perhaps something educational, though it was unclear what exactly the lesson would be. Whatever it is, Val said it is unlikely to include, quote, sprinting through the desert at 3 a.m. Okay, this idea of there being something educational he'll be there for, I think he's just trolling NPR. Yeah. Because I, what even? I, I don't know, but, I, but it also could be somebody who's you know, found themselves in a somewhat fortunate position of everybody being like down for this idea yes. and being like, how can I spin this into something? Right. Like this is going to be something that like as, as crazy as what I'm about to say is, mm -hmm. this is something that this dude should be putting on like resumes for the foreseeable future. <laughs> yes. Because there are all kinds of weird businesses. Even this, even if this isn't a resume for like, you know, like a, a blue, I mean, a white collar job or something right. like there are all kinds of weird, like meme and creation companies that pop up. Now he get yes. a big job. This is like valid. This is valid cleverness and creativity. Yeah. It's a little bit lightning in a bottle, but yeah. it's also very interesting and would not have happened without him. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe he's trying to spin this into some sort of like, well, what can I do to, to turn this into something that even more people will see as legitimate and interesting. And I can be a part of, and turn this into a career. I think so, but I think he would be wise to keep it in the same vein of what he's been doing and not have it be educational, whatever that means. I agree, but I can't so, imagine being in this position and how it would make your head spin. I know, absolutely. So Millions I think he's probably like, are, yeah. NPR is messaging me on Facebook yeah. like, yes, I will turn it into an educational endeavor. And it's going to be like a big picture of clapping cheeks or whatever and like how to do so. <laughs> like I don't think it's going to be an educational thing. Right. I think he's going to use his moment wisely and in the vein of what's happening right now. <laughs> Clapping cheeks. Clapping cheeks. I clap alien Man, cheeks. Man, if 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 there if there are people that are like about to fight and one of them is like, "I'm going to clap your cheeks." Yeah. I'm going to clap them cheeks. Doesn't the whole thing fall apart? Of course, you start laughing. Right? Yes. And then you're just having fun. Clap your cheeks. <laughs> it's so funny. It's insane. So my guess about what this event might end up being like, mainly from the inclusion of that music event company thing, I feel like it's going to end up being like an alien-themed rave or like EDM concert or whatever. That seems outdated. EDM? Is that still current? I don't know if they call it that, but yeah. Really? Yeah, like DJs. And I don't know. I, I don't know. These are 20-year-olds. I clearly don't know what they're doing. I don't know what clap cheeks means. It's over for us. I didn't even think about vape clouds until that guy brought them up. So I don't know. But no, people go to like raves. It's so weird. Like I, I have some people who I'm friends with on Facebook who are like younger clients of mine from the salon who added me. Yeah. And like they dress up and go to festivals and stuff. And they're like electronic music festivals. Ancient. But so, yes, I think it could be something like that. Um, and or this is going to be like Firefest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a big problem. Because well, I, everybody's booking I think their own that, stuff, right? Yes, like, totally, yeah. totally. Um, but I just would not be shocked. I think that S posting guy could totally rise to the occasion or whatever, but it would not shock the hell out of me if we forget that this is a thing. Mm -hmm. And then in September we hear that there was a big disaster out yeah. in Nevada oh, 100%. because of, um, storm area 51. You know right. what I mean? So we'll see, but yeah, everybody's booking their own places, but then 
I don't know, I didn't think about it that much. But like they go to the event and there's not I've, enough room. Or I mean, whatever. I've heard that there's nothing out there. Yeah. There, it's a dead zone even for like cell service. There's nothing there. Oh, man. Well, what there is there in um, not in the town that Area 51 is supposed to be in, but the closest thing to it is a hotel that's benefiting from this pop, this uh, publicity from Storm Area 51 called the Little Ailey Inn. Oh. So it's an alien-themed motel with a delightful website, William. I got oh, on really? it. It's a way old website. Website. It's very out of date. Great. Um, but also completely charming, like the other stuff. It just seems like it's run by real people, yeah. which is always great. Maybe real people like don't have a staff who are keeping their website up to date, and they're doing it themselves and fall a little behind. And it feels like a very like uh, passion project, like effort of love kind of thing. Oh, boy. They and don't know what's about to hit them. They were interviewed for this NPR thing, and they said they're totally booked up for that Oh, weekend. the meme lords and vape lords are yeah. going to love it. Yeah, I hope they have a lot of smoking rooms. I've heard the Ish poster guy is a righteous dude. Oh, yeah. Righteous dude. Wait, what is that? That's from something with Adam Sandler. <laughs> nope. He's a righteous dude. <laughs> it's from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of that butter-churning lady <laughs> from... <laughs> If being in your pants is cool, yeah. consider me Miles Davis. Yeah. Gross! <laughs> Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, on the website for the Little Alien, um, they have on the main page, and it's just like, it's really, really old. It has different tabs on it, but they look like kind of like tabs in a notebook sort of thing. Cool. Um, the home site or the home page shows the list of dates for upcoming meteor showers and also the dates for upcoming red flag and green flag test dates for the Nellis Air Force Base. Whoa. Because they know that people are coming out to see this kind of stuff. It also still has the Valentine's Day dinner specials listed, which is a photograph of a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. It has a tab for pics from their remodel, which includes um, like they retiled the floor and they have like an alien kind of head tile in there. Um, they show like their dining room eating area that has like some alien mannequins and like a rack of t-shirts that are probably alien themed and a picture of a flying saucer on the wall. It also has a picture of the new kitchen floor, which I find very sweet and funny because yeah, like, is, no one's going to see the kitchen floor. Yeah. Like why do guests care about that? But they were obviously very stoked about it. Yeah, so they just like put it up it. there. Yeah, totally. Um, they also have a tab for a tour with a tour company that's not specifically affiliated with the hotel. Um, but they put it up there because they must have some sort of arrangement or something. It's called the Area 51 Adventure Tour. And I'm going to read you the description because it's kind of like, it has some tidbits in it um, that are interesting. So this is a quote from the website. It says, the route to Area 51 is some of the most incredibly scenic in the world. On the edge of an ancient dry lake, we view very unusual Indian petroglyphs that resemble aliens. We then explore this mysterious dry lake where recent sightings of UFOs have been observed. Another beautiful drive along the extraterrestrial highway, we arrive at the famous Little Ale Inn. This location has been the host of numerous documentaries and movies, including Independence Day. Here you will find a wealth of information and souvenirs on the top-secret area. Captain Chuck Clark, an ex-Air Force captain, has written a manual on Area 51, which is also available for purchase. After a great alien burger at the Little Alien, we journey, I guess it's like alien, uh, we journey to the infamous Black Mailbox, a sacred meeting place for UFO enthusiasts. We arrive at the absolute perimeter of Area 51 through a strange and deformed Joshua Tree forest, oh. where the guards, the men in black, forever stand watch, along with detection devices, listening devices, and cameras mounted along the cactus. 
The signs read, top secret military facility, keep out, use of deadly force authorized. It's very spooky. This is an extreme tour to the world's most top secret military facility, home to the real X-Files. Wow. So I read that and I was very intrigued by it. And I wanted to know specifically what was the deal with the black mailbox that he was talking about. So I'm going to leave us with that. The deal with this black mailbox is that it came to be a thing because Bob Lazar said that he met people at that spot to see scheduled flights of UFOs that had been reverse engineered by the government, like you were talking about. Um, and so it's become kind of an emblem for Area 51 and this whole thing. Um, it's the mail, it's an actual mailbox to somebody who lives in that area. Um, it's the mailbox of resident Steve Medlin. And now it has padlocks all over it um, because people have tried to steal his mail over the years. And basically, people have generally messed with it a lot. So this mailbox has been replaced a few times because people have stolen it, shot it, like all kinds of weird stuff. So the black mailbox is now a painted white mailbox. And it has like graffiti tags and stickers all over it and stuff. But I guess he's just kind of given up. He's just like, people are always going to do stuff to my mailbox or whatever. But he still has it padlocked. And then he has a smaller mailbox below it that just says, alien because Medlin said he was tired of getting mail addressed to extraterrestrials in his mail. So now he has like a place for them to just put it. Wow. It's like fine. Um, but people who make pilgrimages to the black mailbox often put um, dollar bills in there as a little offering. Oh, that's great. I know. Jackpot. I know. Totally. We need one of those. Absolutely. <laughs> that's great. So that is Storm Area 51 yeah. and a little bit of what people could expect in that area if they go. We'll have to keep our eyes peeled for updates as this uh, continues to carry out. Well, We've got I, two months until it yeah. actually happens, right? Right. I mean, I'm now interested in Storm Area 51, so I think theoretically I'll be getting posts about it in my feed as they come up. Yeah, yeah. So I'll keep you guys posted if anything particularly great comes up. Well, I have heard that there are um, other like hotels and you know bed and breakfast, whatever, mm-hmm. in the area that are booked. Yeah, so yeah. So people are... Truly, oh, totally. They're gonna go for a thing. They are going. Yes. I've also heard that the Air Force has said, "Yes, bad idea." Yes. I the quote isn't even that important. I have it in here, but they basically said, "Like, we don't think this is a good idea. Like, please, nobody try to breach the facility or something like that." Yeah. Yeah, A bunch of people are gonna show up, not Mm -hmm. really know what to do. I wonder if there are enough local resources to be able to like hang out somewhere. I don't know, because you're right, whatever. it seems pretty deserted, like things are pretty spread far apart from yeah. each other. And do you remember um, on the Low Files, mm-hmm. Rob Lowe and his boys do. tried to drive to uh, to Area 51, and they were told to turn around yes. and get out of here. Yes, I do. So, I have a feeling that this is Rob Lowe go. couldn't use his clout to get through there. I know. But did he Naruto run? Oh, you know what? That's where they got it wrong. John mm-hmm. Owen yeah. should have started vaping to build up... <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Lowe could be off to the side, just kind of like waving it into formation. <laughs> yeah. As Rob Lowe, Naruto. Go, runs. John Owen, go! Matthew's just, <laughs> just trying to stir it up. They can see his cherry red lips coming at them from a mile away. His <laughs> face pointed right at them, running around. Um, if you were in the area, now we're uh-huh. not going to fly to Area 51. If we lived no. in Nevada already. Yeah. Would you go? No, too many people. Too many people? Yeah. Sounds like a an SH show. Yeah. There have got to be now people, uh, specifically corporations, yeah. looking at this being like, how can we get people to come to our city? 
like this, right? There have got to be. That's a good be, point. Yeah. yeah. Like people who are like kind of flavor makers and who are supposed to kind of like keep tabs on what's hot right now for big corporations are trying to find a way to incorporate this maybe. Or even just like smaller scale. Yeah. Like the Wendy's account being like, yeah. I think you should hashtag Storm Wendy's. No, that's what I mean. I mean, Wendy's is pretty big to me. Wendy's is pretty big. That's what I mean. Like somebody who is like supposed to be like, all right, what's like a hot trend is like, oh my God, how do we work this into our marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And like Salem, Massachusetts is That's like, super fun. We want a storm. We'll show you the witches. <laughs> totally. If you come here. We got them. We got witches. Yeah. You think we don't? Yeah. We'll show you. Come here and I'll prove it. Um, cool. Yeah. Storm awesome. Area 51. Man. I learned a lot. I know. So this did is I. great. I basically like a couple days ago just knew that Storm Area 51 was a thing. I was seeing a couple of funny memes, but I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. Now I know. I hope this was helpful for you guys too. I did just see like pictures of like people smiling with aliens. Yeah. And it's just like captioned like me and the my alien I yeah. got from Area 51. I, I know. I, like, I was like, I don't really know what's going on. It's obviously something about stealing aliens. Yeah. <laughs> like like me when I go to Area 51 and it's someone just like wearing like sneakers and shorts. Yeah. Me leaving Area 51, and it's like the Master Chief from Halo. It's like everyone's going to go to Area 51 and get what they want. Yeah. Like everyone's going to storm in and then be like rocking the coolest high tech clothes, <laughs> have an alien friend that lives with them. You know? I really enjoy this. It's pretty brilliant. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's really funny. Um, well, there you go. Oh, God. We've reached the end of another episode of Guide to the Unknown. Thank That's you right. all so much for hanging out with us. If you mm-hmm. enjoyed this show, go rate, review, tell your friends. Yep. Uh, hit up patreon.com slash gttupod, facebook.com slash group slash gttupod. Yeah, and go see that sweet meme I posted. Oh, it's so funny. It's really fun. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so funny. <laughs> at gttupod on all social media, and you can yep. also talk to us online. That's right. I'm at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at the Myth Traveler. So thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week for more spooky stories. Hell, maybe we'll even have yeah. an update. Maybe we'll be watching maybe. the the Storm Area 50. Storm Watcher. Yeah. We'll start Storm doing. Watchers, yeah. yeah. I'm going to keep it tie-dye. Yeah. <laughs> but until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. Go we.